Thanks for listening to Hallelujah, I Have Breakthrough, hosted by Kiara Bryant. Listen every Wednesday and Sunday as Kiara talks about walking in victory, breakthrough, and overcoming by the Word of God. Hello, everybody. Happy Monday. Sorry I didn't post yesterday. I talked about it this morning in my Year of No Fear episode. I had the episode recorded and didn't have the microphone plugged in the entire time, but it ended up kind of working out because I basically recorded something that I wanted to record on Wednesday for the Sunday episode, so I'll save the Wednesday episode and I got to finish my notes for something that I've been working on for a while that I felt like God was telling me to talk about. And it has nothing to do with breakthrough, but I hope that it brings breakthrough in your life, breakthrough in mindsets, breakthrough in how you read the word, breakthrough in how you see God the Father. So today, as you can tell from the title, we are going to be talking about who God is. I'll be talking about it more as I study and get in the word. But this week, I've done some research because I'm not a Bible scholar And I don't claim to be a Bible scholar or claim to know everything about God. In fact, there's a lot that I really don't know. And I'm not ashamed to say that. I'm just starting out. So I'm not an expert, not a Bible scholar. But I do read the word of God. And I do take the word of God literally the way that you're supposed to take it. So today we're talking about who is God. And the verse that I'm going to be starting out in or the verses that I'm going to be starting out in is Exodus chapter three, verses 14 and 15. So if you have your Bible, flip with me there, or if you're reading along in the app, just go to Exodus. It's the second book in the Bible, chapter three, verse 14 and 15. And God said to Moses, I am who I am. And he said, thus, you shall say to the children of Israel, I am has sent me to you. Moreover, God said to Moses, Thus you shall say to the children of Israel, The Lord God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob, has sent me to you. This is my name forever, and this is my memorial to all generations. So in Exodus chapter 3, verses 14 and 15, he says, I am. And I am in the Hebrew is Yahweh. And another name for Yahweh, I, when I was looking up and doing the research for this, Yahweh and Jehovah are the same thing. I think Jehovah is the Latinized, if that's even the right word, the Latinized version of the Hebrew name Yahweh. And Yahweh and Jehovah means Lord. So he said that he is Lord, but he is I am. So I'm sorry if this is confusing, but... Essentially, what God said to Moses is, Lord is who I am. I am Lord, basically. And he is who he is. He's too great to... And as you're, as you're going to see, um, I, don't, I think this is just going to be a two-part series type of thing. Don't think that it's going to go on very long. But God has a lot of names. He says that he is many things. So he is who he is, and he can't separate from that. So God is Lord. He is Lord. And he said in verse 15, he said, 
Thus you shall say to the children of Israel, The Lord God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob has sent me to you. This is my name forever, and this is my my memorial to all generations. And that is that he's the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. So I, from there, I kind of was like, okay, well, I'm going to go look up Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, all the times where God, the first time where God showed himself to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. So I'm going to go to Genesis chapter 15, verse 1. And that says, after these things, the word of the Lord came to Abraham in a vision, saying, do not be afraid, Abraham. I am your shield, your exceedingly great reward. So he says, I am. And he is who he is. Can't separate, can't be separated from who he is. He says, I am your shield, your exceedingly great reward. So that right there where he says, I am your shield, that's another name for God. And it's pronounced Magain, I believe. And it means shield, I'm your shield. And then he says he's, he's his exceedingly great reward. And then in Genesis chapter 26, Verse 24, he says to Isaac, which is the son of Abraham, Genesis chapter 26, verse 24, it says, The Lord appeared to him the same night and said, I am the God of your father Abraham. Do not fear, for I am with you. I will bless you and multiply your descendants for my servant, for my servant Abraham's sake. So he says, I am the God of your father. So he is Lord of his father Abraham. Then he says, I am with you. And he is who he is. So he is with you. God says it so many times in his word that he promises to never leave us or forsake us. In Genesis chapter 28, verse 15, it says, Behold, I am with you. I will keep you wherever you go, and I will bring you back to this land, for I will not leave you until I have done what I have spoken to you. So again, he says, I am with you and I will keep you. He is who he is. And he cannot be separated from who he is. When God says he is something, he is just exactly what he said. So when God said to Moses that he is the Lord God of your fathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and that that is his name forever, and that's his memorial to all generations, it's pretty important. Because he said that, and it's true still even today. Because Abraham is our father. He's our father in the faith. We are all, if you're born again, we are all descendants of Abraham. We are all children of Abraham. And here's what I'm not ashamed to say, that I don't understand really the depth of that. I don't really fully understand the depth of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. They are the fathers. They are the founders of our faith. And God says that they're the fathers. They're, they are the fathers of the children of Israel and were grafted in. So they are our fathers as well. He says that that name is forever. It's eternal and his name to remember for all generations. And forever didn't stop when Jesus came. Forever didn't stop when Jesus died on the cross and was resurrected. He said that is his name forever, for eternity, for all generations to remember.
but through the line of Abraham is where we came from. God said to Abraham to go out and count the numbers of the stars, and so shall your descendants be. And then he told him to count the grains of sand, and so shall his descendants be. We are all descendants of our father Abraham. So I'm not going to cover all the names today, but in Genesis chapter 1, verse 1, we get the first name of God, and his name is Elohim. And in the Hebrew, Elohim means God, mighty creator. So when somebody, when you think about who God is and you have no really like Bible knowledge of who he is or very limited Bible knowledge of who he is, some people, they hear God and they think the universe or vibrations or a supernatural being just floating in the sky somewhere, or floating like all around us. And to some degree, he is a supernatural being up in the sky and all around us, to some degree. Some go as far to say that God is whoever or whatever you want it to be, or you are your own God. And that's not true. God is who he is, and he is his word. He is who he says he is. He says, I am who I am. Nothing to be added, nothing to be taken away. He is who he is. And then if you do have like very limited Bible knowledge, there's usually two ways of going about it. You think God is forgiving and God is love. So he's just up there and he's cool with whatever I'm doing because I know that I'm forgiven. He's forgiven me and all of these things. And then some people take it to a different extreme and they say, well, God is hateful and God punishes human beings and like almost like God doesn't like us in a way. Um, Like God is just ready to like smite you, like he's ready to strike you down with lightning if you do one thing or strike you with a plague or something like that if you do one thing that he doesn't like. And neither one of those things are true. God is love. And he corrects his children, but striking them down is not his character. And being okay with sin is also not in his character. So he can't be separated from who he is because he is who he is. So Genesis 1.1 says, Elohim, God, the mighty creator. He created the heavens and the earth. He created everything in the earth. He is the creator. It says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void. Darkness was on the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the water. And it says, then God said, let there be light, and there was light. God saw the light, and that it was good. God divided the light from the darkness and called the light day, and the darkness he called night. So the evening and the morning were the first day. And then on the second day, God created the sky. And then on the third day, he created waters and dry land. Then on the fourth day, he created lights in the sky, like stars and the sun and the moon. And then on the fifth day, he created, he created fish and birds. And then on the sixth day, he created livestock. He created animals. And then after that, he created human beings. And on the seventh day, he rested. 
So he is the almighty creator. He created all of those things in six days. It took six days to form the world. So he is the almighty creator. That is the God of the Bible. That is the God which I serve and hopefully that you serve. In Genesis chapter 17, verse 1, it says, When Abraham was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to Abraham and said to him, I am almighty God. Walk before me and be blameless. So when he said, I am almighty God, his name there is El Shaddai. El Shaddai means God Almighty. So he is the Almighty God. He has all power. He's all powerful. Then in Genesis chapter 21, verse 33, it says, Then Abraham planted a tamarisk tree in Beersheba, and there, on, and there called on the name of the Lord, the everlasting God. So he is the everlasting God. He is eternal. And that name is El Olam. That is the name for God that Abraham called him in Genesis chapter 21, verse 33. El Olam. He's eternal. He's everlasting. He always was and he will always be. He was never created. He just always was. He was always there. And the last one that I'm going to talk about today is El Kai. And that's the living God. And he's talked about in Psalm chapter 84 and a lot of places, but I'm just going to Psalm 84. Psalm 84 verse 2. It says, my soul longs, yes, even faints for the courts of the Lord. My heart and my flesh cry out for the living God. So our God is the God who created this earth. He created the world. He is God Almighty. He's all powerful. He is everlasting, eternal, will always be there. He is living, never died. He is living and breathing. He's Yahweh. He's Lord, the only Lord that there is. He is our shield and our great reward, Magain. He is the great I am. He is with us. He promises to never leave us and never forsake us. But oh my goodness, God is all of these things. And this is just the first part. And he has so many other names. And I'm just talking about the names of God. Like this, this is not even just like Jesus either. Like it, it's not, I'm not even going into the names of Jesus. But like all of these things God is. And like I said, I'm going to be doing part two. Hopefully it's just two parts, but who knows? But God is all of these things. He is the creator. He is almighty. He's eternal and he is living. In the Bible, and even today, there are idols of other gods, false gods, carven, graven images made out of gold and wood idols that people serve and people believe in those gods. And the difference between our God and those gods is, first of all, that's demonic. And second of all, our God is alive. Our God still performs miracles. Our God still heals. Our God still speaks. 
Hallelujah. Praise God that we don't serve a God that's dead, that we don't serve a God that is inactive. We serve a God who is always active, that he's always listening and he's always near. Our God loves and he cares. My God is everlasting. My God is eternal. My God is all powerful and almighty. My God is the creator. He is the creator, the only creator. And he is living. He's not dead. You know, Jesus died. Yeah, Jesus died. And what happened after he died? He took back the keys of death, hell, and the grave, rose again three days after he died, and Jesus is alive. Jesus is still alive to this very day. Our God is living. No other religion, no other play or no other thing teaches that their God is alive and can do all of these things, that their God raised, rose from the dead. And perform mighty miracles like Jesus did, like God does. Today, he is still the same. He says that he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He is unchangeable because he is perfect and he is holy. Another I am. First Peter chapter 1 verse 16 or Leviticus chapter 19 verse 2. It says, but as he who called you is holy, you also be holy in all your conduct, because it is written, be holy for I am holy. So God is holy. That's another I am. Something else that he can't be separated from. Holiness. So if you're listening today and anything caught your attention and you want to be serving the living God, the only God who has all power, the only God that there is, there is no other God but him. I don't care how, what religion, I don't care what religion you grew up in. I don't care what anybody, theology or um, professor or any teacher in your school, college, whatever it is, I don't care what anybody told you. Our God is alive and our God is real and he created this earth. There is no other God but him. He is the way, the truth, and the life. And nobody goes to the Father except through Jesus Christ. So today is a day that you can make Jesus Christ your Lord and Savior. And today is a day you can write it down, you can mark it down. The day that I gave my life to Jesus, the day that I passed from death to life. So if you want to do that today, you can do that with me right now. Repeat this prayer after me. Heavenly Father, I admit that I have sinned. I believe that Jesus lived, died, and rose again just for me. I confess with my mouth that Jesus is my Lord and Savior. Holy Spirit, come into my heart, renew me, and give me the power and the grace to live for you in Jesus' mighty name. And if you did that, this is your God. Everything that I said up until this point, he is your God. 
and you can walk in the fullness of the promises of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, because they're your fathers and we inherit from them. We are their inheritors, and we also inherit, or sorry, we're their heirs, and we are also heirs with Christ, because Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, they weren't under a covenant. They didn't have a covenant at that. They, they weren't under the law. They had no law at that point. So when Moses came, Moses gave the law, and that marked the old covenant. And then from that covenant, we got a new covenant when Jesus lived a perfect life and died for our sins. And he gave us a new, better covenant. So we can still walk in the promises of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. But we have the Holy Spirit. You have the Holy Spirit living on the inside of you if you've accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. You have power and authority because that's what he gave you when he rose back from the dead. You have eternal life. You can know at the end of your life, I'm going to heaven and praise God for that. So you can walk in the promises of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and you can also walk in all of the promises of Jesus. You can walk in every single promise that if you find it in the word, if you find it and it's a promise in the Bible, take it by faith. It is yours. Because we are joint heirs with Christ. Thank you for listening to this podcast and clicking on it. If you guys want to follow me on Instagram, you can follow me at H-I-H-B podcast. And I think that's all. I hope you guys have a great week. Bye.